2: start off with the godfather of soul aka the hardest working man in show business the one the only mr james brown uh,
3: hit
2: me know how well that came across but fuck it greetings and citations ladies and gentlemen welcome back to pod is war pod is was is brought to you by the good folks at chair shot radio network in conjunction
3: with the Chairshot.com. always use your head
2: you know you said butt fuck it shut up <laughs> make sure that's not a t-shirt but maybe it will be you the only way you'll find out is if you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t shirt. Even if butt fuck it isn't on there, we've got something you're going to love. I guarantee it. We've got what hashtag if, journalism.
4: What if we put just butt dot 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 on the front and on the back
1: fuck it?
2: You're really going to interrupt the plug.
4: That's a great idea, though. People have heard the plug already. Well, they want to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash It was a shot. butt
1: plug, so it was perfect.
4: Oh, come on, you guys. This <laughs> is like fucking synergy.
1: I butt chug salt
2: water all the time.
1: But plug, butt chug, butt fuck. Now get to your t-shirt plug. Let's go.
2: So this conversation couldn't have waited three minutes?
4: No, apparently no, not. No, I don't like waiting three minutes. Yeah. No, no, no. This isn't, this isn't the Greg Demarco show. There's no three-minute warning here. You could. You had your chance to continue on, but no. You had to ask us a question. You know how we are in this open. We just like to jump. Because you know, if this was the great DeMarco show, yeah. and it
1: was a three-minute warning. It would last about fifteen minutes. So. Wow.
4: Oh, on our <laughs> show, yeah. That's true.
2: <laughs> yeah. Here, well, let, excuse me get, the blut, let me get. Let me get flat back you out of me trying to get us paid. Okay. Sorry. My here. Bad. Let me bring you back, Listeners... Can I
4: bring you back? Can I bring you back?
2: Oh, is this a oh, reset?
1: Actually, it should be butt fuck, yeah. <laughs>
4: Pop. Greetings and salutations, folks. Welcome to Pot is War. Go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. We're not just a website, we're a movement. <laughs> I don't even well, care. I don't even care if whoever's listening doesn't like that. Andrew and I are just laughing our nuts off
2: right now. It's fantastic. <laughs> Well, you if might as well keep going. Shit, who am if I? If
1: everyone could just see Chris's face, it's the best. You could probably
2: hear it in his voice. You could see his face. It's just Keep going. It doesn't matter keep, going. What you think. keep going. Who am I? Come on, Sonny, land the plane now. So he can't real. land. That He's got a drinking wrong. problem. <laughs> Don't make him that fly didn't... the plane. Don't that do that it. Didn't stop... That didn't stop Denzel in flight. He landed the goddamn plane. <laughs> Well, Tony's distinctly not Denzel I can go over multiple reasons why <laughs> and not even hit the obvious you Correct. go over multiple there reasons I why I and never hit the obvious
3: <laughs> <laughs> one of these things is not like the others
4: I don't know you guys just want to shoot the shit
1: and play sound bites for an hour fuck the agenda Again, did we turn into the Greg DeMarco show? We've made so many references to that already, and we're like three minutes in. <laughs> I mean, fuck it,
2: man. We got a couple months to do a WrestleMania. What's really going to happen until then?
1: I, well, depends on how much you watch.
4: All right. You know what? That's we. Great. There's there's been plenty of there will be plenty of weeks where we don't want to come up with a list of things to do and we already have a list of things to do so we might as well take advantage
1: of it this Actually, week. Actually, there are plenty of things we don't want to do, and we could probably make a list of things we don't want to do, and that could be a show.
4: You want to talk? <sighs> should we talk about what the things we don't do. want to it's talk be about? be like
1: what not to wear, but it's what not to do. Let's talk
4: it's about what fantastic. we don't want
1: to talk about.
2: Oh, I'm, I'm just saying, man, that comes with the dick and balls, man. You got to do a lot of shit that you don't necessarily want to do.
4: Like here, let's talk about politics. So I don't balls, want to talk about politics. The dick?
5: Wow. The dick- Probably.
4: Yeah. Do we have a new you name?
2: Know. Do we have that to change?
4: Works, Do we have it. to change the name of our show? Because Greg changed the name of his show.
3: <laughs> the Dick
4: and Balls Show. Dick and Balls with PC Tunney. Instead of Dick <laughs> Van Dyke, it's
1: pizza. the fucking Dick and Balls. Show.
4: Actually, I would like to think that maybe we could switch it around this time. PC Tunney with Dick and Balls. <laughs>
1: I'm Is that like which... the action figure? Like, we're just reaffirming? It's just like, it's not smooth like Ken. It's I... the PC Tony. Well, it,
4: it's not the action figure, though.
2: <laughs> He's I haven't anatomically seen... correct. <laughs> I haven't seen many action figures with dick and balls.
1: That's Sonny, my point. You'd be the anatomically correct one.
2: Tony, yeah, well, I love you, but I'm pretty sure you'd be the scrotum in this scenario. Maybe the taint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes Christopher Plaid. as always I'm joined by The Commissioner PC Tuddy and Mr. Andrew Belaz. I just had to get that out We had to have some form of uh, Structure go to hell we're going to
0: Commercial trips. this is your boy Kenny Tiller, <laughs> Telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com bringing you Breaking news interviews podcasts Galore everything pro wrestling Make sure you check it out TheChairShot.com
2: TheChairShot.com Always use your head.
4: Go ahead. I know you got Who something. Knew? Yeah, he got something to say. Of course. Go
2: ahead. Yeah, you already know. Who knew PC was short for pieces of of cervix? What? That's not even good. That That's was all bad. you got? That was horrible. Word. That on.
1: was the worst thing.
4: Think about, think about what you time. had you had to have another thing in the chamber. Think about it.
2: TheChairShot.com Always use. Your head. I don't see you mother farmers coming up with shit. They can't all be winners, but goddamn, that's why there's three of us on here. Neither one of y'all could come up with something clever they, to they say. I don't, I don't I don't like that either. The <laughs> Always use your head. Take three. What you want? Penis correction, what you want? Uh, no, I don't like that. The chair Always use your head. Portable cannoli. No. Gotcha Always use your
4: head. Platt, you talked over yourself. It's Andrew's turn
2: again. <laughs> Pieces of semen? That's an S. That doesn't start C. with C. That's it, my, start, being...
1: it says C in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> can't even do this today. You're now. It's gonna be C man. That's <laughs> it no, it's not.
4: It's not. That no. fucking hyphen. <laughs> Wrong again. All right, that's enough of this.
3: TheChairShot.com. dot com. Always use your head.
4: All right, folks. We're nearly. I, I feel like Part I'm clitoris.
2: doing. How's that? How's that? Part clitoris. Oh no. <laughs>
4: I don't think no. There's no part. I don't know. Unless you are what you eat.
2: <laughs> Pop.
4: There you go. All right. Vengeance Day. Speaking of Valentines and things that should have went down, if you're a, if you're a, you know, a gen- I get that. That was a good reference. There if, we go. You saved the segue. If you're a generous lover. <laughs> um, <laughs> There were some. There were a lot of really good matches. I'll be honest with you. I I remember specifically watching Takeover and the first match, the women's tag match, and going, "This is a really fucking good tag match." And this is the kind of division I want on the main roster with those women's tag team titles.
1: Let's start there. I mean, okay. So how are we gonna make that happen? The the main roster has many different flavors of women and they all have their own varying skill. And Dakota... And even though I'm not a big fan of Raquel Gonzalez, she's figured out how to work well in her role and work well with Dakota Kai. And Dakota Kai is actually pretty decent in the ring, too. So how would you even want that to correlate to, like, what, Muscle Barbie, whatever the fuck, like Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke are, or, like, Billy Kay's... Like fantastic when it comes to cutting promos and doing what she's doing, but in-ring, eh? Peyton Royce, eh? So, like, how, how can we make the main roster look more like that? Because they don't put the focus on the in-ring like NXT does.
2: Well, the answer is something very morbid that I'm not gonna say, but, I mean, it is what it is. I mean... There are no tag team No women's tag teams on the main roster At this particular point in time I mean they broke up the golden role models They broke up uh, the Iconics They broke up uh, uh, Mandy and and Sonya Deville There's no They're all just a bunch of makeshift tag teams Now this was a damn good match Oh I forgot about the Riot squad Yes For good reason like, they
1: weren't legit when they were the squad the first time, and there's, they still haven't really been legitimized, even though Liv is much better, and Ruby's a decent hand. But, like,
2: where are they ever on the card? Or as I, as I call them, Charlie Chaplin and Jersey Shore.
1: <laughs> yeah, she looks so Jersey, but good God, Liv is cute. I, I can't get over that. That could be the Jersey bias kicking in i <laughs> so I'm just like, she reminds me of an ex-girlfriend from high school. Like, she's adorable.
2: <laughs> oh no, no, no shade, man. She, she's a very attractive woman, and she's actually not a horrible wrestler. If they have actually gave some time to develop her character, because there's something there. She's got some charisma, but it is what it is at this point. Just keep getting them checks, Liv.
4: Sadly. All right. Well, but, talk talk no, about. let move ahead, ahead. move the conversation along then to what. A lot of people think was the match of the night. Johnny Gargano and Kushida. I mean, Gargano's out there not thinking too much. He's just working, and it's so fun to watch.
1: Thank Christ. He, I think he overthought a lot of his earlier heel run, and that made stuff come off very hokey and gimmicky and just weird. But that, that was just a really good match. It showcased where Kushida is and what we all knew of him from New Japan, and Gargano showed up. He was Johnny Takeover. Like, that was that was an impressive match. Like I, I don't have much more to say. Like that was, I was really impressed. Not quite my favorite takeover ever match, but it was a really fucking good match.
2: Yeah. Damn good match. I certainly wouldn't give it match of the night, but we'll get to that momentarily. I'm just tired of Gargano. So I think maybe I'm a little skewed. I'm, I'm tired of Ciampa and I'm tired of Gargano. I would like them to just kind of go away for a little bit. I understand they may stays in NXT and they're kind of the, the, the tip holes of NXT I'm just tired of Johnny. Just 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 how can we miss you if you never leave? I, I you're know. not wrong, but it's not necessarily it, It's fair. nice to have
1: a measuring stick
2: though. <laughs> you know what and I the, mean? And the measuring stick is like 4 feet 12. What are you even saying, sir?
1: It's NXT. Everyone's 4 feet 12 in NXT. Yeah.
4: All right, we'll talk about some people that aren't four feet, five feet tall. I get it. Four feet, 12, that's five feet. Um, (laughs) Way to step on the joke there, Yeah, welcome
1: to the conversation, Tony.
4: (laughs) I think I I got it. I added to it. MSK, young grizzled vets. Thoughts there? New tag teams, building up that tag team division again, which has kind of been lackluster last 12 to 18 months, I would say.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, you 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 said it. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's, there's I mean, nothing more to go with. <laughs> I mean, like, you, could, you could switch out tag team division and just put NXT in there. It's been a little lackluster for the last 12 to 18 months. I mean, takeovers more often than not they deliver, and this was no different. This was a great match. I think I liked the women's match a little bit more, but it was a it was a good match.
1: I mean, I was a big fan of the Rascals when they were in. Impact And, you know, this is two-thirds of the rascals, the best two-thirds. Wentz and Dez or whatever, they're Carter and fucking, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't learned their names yet, really, because I still can't put them past that, past their real names. But, um no, they're great. The Grizzled Young Vets are in, they're, they're, a, they're that measuring stick kind of concept. Again, a lot of the shows that we're going to be talking about today from the previous week was a lot of generational, like, measuring sticks, and it was people that were established against the younger generation or against the middle generation or somebody trying to cut their teeth or make their bones off of somebody a little more established and you you saw a lot of the old guard new guard passing of the torch old you know the old guy still got one more trick up his sleeve kind of thing and it was there, there was a lot of those similarities in this NXT card where grizzled young vets obviously they're not ancient But like they've been established for a couple years, they they were a big force in the UK tag scene, and MSK hit hard. They hit fast, and they're a legit team. So it's nice that a legit team has now been legitimized by winning the Dusty Cup, and it's not a fucking you know throw together fucking tag team with two singles guys and they just dominate for an entire tournament and win the belts for like you know a month or two like riddle and done and then suddenly it fucking falls apart like i i hate when they do that kind of shit just for tournaments like i like the fact that this is a legitimate tag team that got legitimized in you know a couple nights
2: i agree and it's nice when tag teams actually are tag teams and win because it legitimizes tag team wrestling okay these guys, they don't have a lot of chemistry together because they haven't been tagging that long, and they lost. Not that doesn't obviously that doesn't apply to this particular match, but I'm saying I like I just like the concept of tag team wrestling, and I miss tag team wrestling. What's next for Io Shirai? It's not what's next; it's who's next. Goldberg I put the belt on Dakota Kai and and bring her ass up to the main roster. Seriously, who's next? Yeah.
4: Thank you.
1: Thank you. I uh, see. I think there could be. They could have fun with this. They really could because uh, Mako Satomura. She recently signed God with. God bless Okay, no problem. And you know she recently debuted on NXT UK, so they could always have EO feud with her, and they could do something there because Mako's. a but uh, You know Andrew. what NXT and NXT UK are for, and that's more the hardcore Andrew. fans that care about this shit. No, keep the Kodakai out of it. Andrew.
2: No. Andrew. You stop. Sebastian. What? Sebastian? No, that's not Blaz. your middle name. <laughs> <laughs> what? In the bloody hell makes you think that Andrew. this belt Andrew isn't Sebastian. gonna go from I, Sharona to Tony Storm. What about in the history of WWE? Because Tony Storm can't wrestle. to believe that this belt is not going from Io Shirai to Tony Storm. Please no. Tony will get it eventually No,
1: because Tony does have Io's number more often than not, even though she didn't in this triple threat, Mm. and they could play off of that. But Tony also needs to be reestablished. Tony's I was never as high on Tony as a lot of other people were. She's not that smooth in the ring. She has her quirks. She is just a cute face and a big round ass. And I'm not complaining about any of that. But her in-ring skill is... It leaves something to be desired. So I don't really expect Mako to necessarily take the belt off of EO. But that's an easy feud to kind of get some cross-promotional one-worlds-collide kind of shit that NXT UK and NXT tend to do. And... There's also NXT recently brought over Seiri, and I don't know what kind of name she's going to get or if she's keeping her Japanese name. So they, they could always use her to legitimize some of the newer girls and then just drop it and go up while making the newer generation and not necessarily burying the ones that are going to still be there, like Dakotas and when Tegan comes off of her knee injury and Candice and all that other stuff. So... I I would rather EO kind of interact with people that haven't gotten a lot of rub or a lot of shine in NXT or NXT UK than just giving it to Tony, who she's already got the NXT UK women's title once. You know, so, like, she doesn't necessarily need this push. She doesn't necessarily need the rub as the NXT women's champion to come up. She fits enough bill for main roster. She doesn't need another belt. She will be a big, big fan of lots of fans. I mean, lots of fans will be a big fan of her on the main roster if they just call Tony up with no accolades in the next day.
2: This is also the same company that pushed fucking Rosie Rivet to the moon before she was ready. And if you get the reference, what I just said was absolutely hilarious.
0: It wasn't bad. It was a
2: pretty good one. Yeah. But... I, I, I feel like you're holding back. You're you're selling back at me here. You're no selling right now. Uh,
1: you're no selling little, me. little bit, little bit, little bit. Stop it. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, you have a point. Like Tony is probably gonna get something somewhere along the lines. If it's not the belt, she'll get a big win. She'll get something to kind of make her more of the face of NXT. But it's not necessary. Tony, Tony's looks have legitimized her enough. And Tony's resume has legitimized her to most of the hardcore fans that at least want to pretend that they know about women's wrestling and Japanese joshi. So we'll see.
4: All right, the big storyline from NXT TakeOver. Adam Cole, baby. The big superkick to not only Finn Balor, but Kyle O'Reilly as well, post-match.
2: Thoughts there? What else were they supposed to do at this particular point in time? You're not gonna move the undisputed era up to one of the the main shows because there's a a, a severe dearth of star power in, in NXT. So if you're gonna keep them there, that storyline has pretty much ran its course I mean what else could they possibly do with the Undisputed Era that they haven't done at this particular point in time so it was only a matter of time and I'm sure most people kind of saw this coming Hell, Ray Charles saw this coming and not only is he blind he's dead so I'm sure everybody knew what it was going to be and maybe it will breathe some life not only into the the company itself but into the storyline so and Adam Cole just works better as a heel anyway in my personal opinion yeah, he's not a good babyface.
1: He he was never really a good babyface in
2: ROH or
1: NXT so far. Like, I hey, don't even know he's ever been, like, a clean babyface in NXT. It always seems like it's more tweener, where, like, the whole McAfee thing. McAfee McAfee was just being a bigger dick. Like, that that's really all it was. Is like, there was somebody who was being more of a heel than Cole, so that's why Cole looked like the face in that situation, because he was sticking up for the business kind of thing. But, uh... I don't know like it, it works you know O'Reilly and Balor have been building the whole respect and it kind of you You saw the crack start you saw Cole start not liking where it was going and one of my favorite things is just how shocked Roddy was by the whole thing because where does that really leave Roddy
2: <laughs> Like, well like... that's the problem where does that leave Roddy and Fish I feel like they're going to be the two guys that kind of get lost in the sauce with this breakup because they were so good together but I mean, you clearly saw, like you said, you saw the cracks. This was like if Arn Anderson would have been going for the world title, and Ric Flair would have felt a certain way. But that—that's the problem. Where do you go with Fish and Roddy? I mean, yeah, maybe you throw them in the tag division, but are they going to have as much steam? Probably not.
1: Not to mention, Fish would probably get hurt at some point
2: anyway, because he—it seems
1: like every three months he's injured somehow. So, I, I think—I think the gimmick really will be is that it's going to be: colon strong, probably against maybe o'reilly and balor do some kind of celtic connection type thing if you really want to pull it there and then o'reilly eventually leaves cole and then maybe cole does get called up alone instead of undisputed era and then we get a uh, a little bit of a balor club start so undisputed era becomes balor club japanese style where there's you know the old leader is deposed and you know long live the king you know yeah that yeah. kind of
2: thing I- I could see that happening. I could see O'Reilly and Cole having their blow-off at the takeover before WrestleMania, and then the night after WrestleMania, or maybe that SmackDown after WrestleMania, he's one of those guys that gets called up to the main roster. I could see something like that happening.
4: Is there a takeover around before, during, after WrestleMania? There's nothing scheduled. The The next takeover scheduled is in June for NXT UK. Go ahead, search, far and wide. There are no announcements. I mean, My idea perfect,
1: though, to actually make people watch and then announce something for no, WrestleMania I, I weekend under, or around the point.
4: I understand, but they haven't done takeovers the same weekends anymore, and they made a specific point to say that they weren't going to do that anymore. Do you think we see a takeover before WrestleMania, or do you think we Can just see a— Can I ask
1: you a, a question, Tony, with your question, with your question? With your question, the way you're wording it.
4: I wasn't Will you yet. count—
1: Will you count if they dress up a Wednesday? Like, if or it is, there it, is. Bash or there it Havoc, is. If does that count as a takeover in your opinion, or is that a NXT TV with a gimmick?
4: Is it going to be there? Called, it is. Is it going to be called Takeover, or is it going to be an NXT? No, no, no,
1: no, but you, okay. So, you don't count Great American Bash in your house, Halloween Havoc, as a takeover, even though it is like a big pay per view style show, it's, just because it wasn't on Takeover
4: it's on it's it's nxt on wednesday it'd be like having a pay-per-view on monday nights Is if there is there monday night pay-per-views or friday night pay-per-views
1: there used to be and yeah roh does them on friday and you know thanksgiving used to have what survivor series
2: your honor and christmas
1: and christmas so and you know christmas isn't always a sunday or a saturday buddy and neither is thanksgiving actually i don't remember the last time thanksgiving was on a saturday or a sunday chris do you
4: See when you bring up <laughs> ROH and uh things that happened in the extreme past <laughs> when you when you when you bring up ROH and things that happened in the past long long ago I just have to say hey, I just have to say your you honor I just guy. have to say fault, I just I could just throw it out to throw a monkey wrench in your whole point No I just I have can to Foo fighter the fuck out of this I could be the monkey wrench I we can move on. I don't feel like you're even threatening <laughs> my point whatsoever. You've you've just been making my point for me, and I appreciate well,
1: it. No, because I would consider a big Wednesday the same as a takeover, just because it is not labeled NXT takeover. Go jerk off in someone's face, like if it's just fucking, you know, NXT Starcade. I think we got a title. Did... Jesus Christ! All right, you want more listens? Listen. Come on just because it's nxt starcade on wrestlemania weekend and it happens to be on a wednesday doesn't negate it just because it's not takeover starcade uh, you know you know what i mean like chris i think we're on the same page here
2: you goddamn right we're on the same page that's probably how it's gonna go down they'll have a super show wednesday hall of fame maybe thursday i'm gonna ask friday for permission right now smack friday night and then we head right into wrestlemania
1: and that could be it that would definitely be the takeover and even if it's not called takeover even if it's not on saturday
2: it's I still would... a goddamn takeover cuz they're yeah. taking over if, if it's two hours try...
1: and three paper and three pay-per-view fucking title match quality kind of things and an undercard or two like that's the same fucking thing that, that that's a, that's a pay-per-view show right there
4: I'm working on something here. You guys got to keep going. I need permission. This is gold. Wow, he actually
1: wants us to keep talking. Holy crap.
4: All right, we can move on to the next topic. You want to move on to Elimination Chamber? I mean, I can keep...
2: No, you were going to let us keep talking. You stopped it. We're this level of freedom. Yeah, yeah, What did you think about the Pete Dunn-Finn-Bauer match? Because that's my match of the night. Obviously, you guys know I'm super high on Pete Dunn, but...
1: I mean, yeah, I liked that's it. That's Don't good. get me wrong, but I thought Gargano and Kushida blew that out of the water—not by miles, but like it was good. But it, it's like it kind of—it was—it like was a Balor match. Like Balor matches are never bad. You know what I'm saying? So it was good. I liked the near falls. I liked the you know the 1916 because I love the fact that Finn has moved away from using the coup de gras as his main finish and he's going back to the the Bloody Sunday 1916, whatever you want to call it. But it was a good match. It's not going to be... It's not not going to be a good match with Dunn and Balor. But I felt like it could have been more and it was still overshadowed a bit by Gargano and Kushida.
2: Well, I'm just glad that I'm still a wrestling fan because my personal bias and emotional attachment and connections to the wrestlers clouds my judgment in terms of match quality and that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. I'm I'm glad that that's
1: how you look at it because you're right it is a good thing. It is it, especially the fact that you admit it. You know that there's a bias and you know that there's other things like that proves you still enjoy, enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we'll, we'll see. That's going to be That's going to be a hell of a title right there.
3: Thechairshot.com always use your head.
4: All right, folks, I'm just going to be honest with you. For some reason, I can't introduce this topic. It's Elimination Chamber, and I would really love these guys to talk about it before I screw up the intro for the fourth time we're doing this.
1: Okay, well, since there are five announced matches, Chris, how about you pontificate? What are they going to do with Asuka and Lacey? Because isn't, isn't Lacey pregnant? Didn't Flair knock her up or her real husband? or I don't know. Like, Is that Asuka's new method of retaining the title is just to knock up Opponent, is it Oscar's baby? Did Apparently
4: she send a man whore? A hmm? Did she send a man
1: whore? You don't know. Could have been like a Vietnamese lady boy. She might know a few of them. It's okay. What? <laughs>
4: what? Why? What? You immediately went to the Vietnamese lady boy. Like I said, man whore, and I think it's a very big step from man whore to Vietnamese lady boy. No? Or is it two of the same?
1: I think that's not as big of a step as you think.
4: Mm. <laughs> Yeah, but you could be considered a man-whore. You could be considered a man-whore, but not a Vietnamese ladyboy. Definitely. You oh, out of yes, Actually, fair point. honestly, oh, honestly, no. and I hate now to we say... we have to look at the intricacies I hate to, thereof. No, I really hate to say huh. this, though. Out of the three of us, you're least likely to be a Vietnamese ladyboy.
2: Whoa, 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 where, where in the so bloody hell did you hit? get those, ca- those, uh, <laughs> where did you get those calculations from, sir?
3: Well,
4: think about it, he, what are you, six,
2: five? Four.
4: Oh, there you go, it's game over, it doesn't matter anything else, there.
2: <laughs> Well, Candace Parker, you six,
1: just be at one with a really good tan, Chris, that's what it is. <laughs>
2: Well, it's the the Filipinos that are the blacks of the Asian universe, so I don't think I qualify.
1: That that is fair enough.
2: So well, let me anyway.
4: Issue. So speaking back of, to the
1: the question that was posed, speaking, what the hell are they doing speaking they get around the women's listen, title.
4: Hold on, I had a really good segue back. Don't waste oh, it. God.
1: All right, well, come on. Do you mind? M- Mall Cop this. Be Paul Blart. Get on the segue. Let's go.
4: Actually, speaking of uh, Kevin James, there's an OK Mediocre series that came out on Netflix. How many people kind of, like, remind you of stuff like that? Like, hey, hey I watched this show the other day. It was kind of OK. And then they actually reminded you of it. That ever happened to you?
1: No, normally people don't remind you of kind of OK.
4: But you brought up, <laughs> you already brought up Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs>
1: That's because the first thing that came to mind about someone on a Segway was Paul Blart.
4: <laughs> well, let's just say, I mean, if you have time and, and means to go back and watch The King of Queens, do that instead of going on to Netflix and watching The Crew. It's not horrible, but it's it's not The King of Queens. Were we talking about Elimination Chamber? So, Elimination heard, Chamber. And I had a Segway. Didn't I have a Segway?
2: No, I thought I had a I, Segway. I have, I have no idea what's happening right now. I just <laughs> wanted to point that out. I, I didn't know... Kevin James had a Netflix show. I what? I don't know what's happening. Uh, did did you stop one.
1: paying attention after Hubie Halloween, Chris? Is that what it was?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I said Kevin James, not Adam Sandler. Yeah, number doesn't one. it seem like Shout they've, they've been working out. a lot yeah. together? Yeah. Number one. N- number one. No, I'm Shout trying to segue
4: to into Elimination Chamber,
2: if you would let me. God, y- yeah, you're the... doing a big up job so far, sir.
4: Andrew, come here. What's his, what's his problem? So elimination chamber, I got a really good segue, but I can't remember now, unfortunately, because Plant was talking about Paul Blart Mall Cop. So
2: sometimes you got to know when to fold them, sir. Sometimes just stop talking, okay? I'll figure it out. We'll be fine. Just stop saying words, please. And thank you. Number one, shout out to Ric Flair for being able to get one slip one past the goalie. All right, woo! Number two, Kofi Mania Two, Electric Boogaloo. Let's get it. Nah. Let's get it. You sound like Let's
4: that one. Guy, you sound like that one guy's Twitter account on
2: fucking
4: <laughs> that in the IWC community is like, oh, I can't wait to rub it all in your faces when Lacey Evans is champ. And I'm like, oh my god, you're gonna be waiting a long time, buddy,
2: like forever. About ten months at least, right? At
4: least she'll never be champ.
2: Well, that's not true. She, well, no, she could He's be I mean, Alicia Fox
1: was, so. Okay, so
0: for,
4: from you guys, I both got. I, from you guys, the answer to you, from you, the
1: answer. The answer you I love Alicia
4: Fox, too. Don't even take it there. The answer from you guys on Lacey Evans being <clears throat> champ was, oh, yeah, she will. And, oh, she'll get there. Super athletic, good character.
2: There will not be Foxy Slander on these airwaves, sir. She was super athletic, gorgeous and a good character but she still couldn't
1: put a match together to save her life she had the best Northern Lights suplex in the game but when she has one move that's a problem
2: you don't remember those classic matches Alicia Fox had with and uh, you remember those <laughs> who was who, who was the one oh my god now you Was that Cameron
1: or whatever that said that the reason she got into wrestling was because of the Alicia Fox versus Melina match or some shit like that? Who the fuck was the one that they've made the jokes about that had that in an
2: interview? Classic, classic material. That's (laughs) on the Pantheon with Macho Man versus Ricky Steamboat at WrestleMania 3, Shawn Mike versus Undertaker at WrestleMania 25. Up in those rarefied airs is Alicia Fox versus Melina.
1: Take a lap.
4: Oh, I wish I could remember that segue I had. Just <laughs> take a lap. Like what the
1: fuck? <laughs> but anyway, L- L- Lacey probably will be champion at some point. She's got the looks. She can talk. She's not a terrible wrestler. She just gets weird fucking gimmicks. That and th- this whole Rick fling, Rick thing, is weird. Rick, it is a Rick fling. Checks- it was appropriate. Ping, whatever. It all worked. The, the you... words worked. It was appropriately like, miss set. Every other box necessary.
4: She'll There's a title. There eventually. There's a title. Appropriately, appropriately. Miss Set.
1: Yes. Appropriately Miss Set. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, we know what you want to make
2: it. <laughs> you're, but you're really going to sit up here and shit on Foxy and then call Lacey Evans a good wrestler. Get the fuck out of here. All right. I apparently, think, apparently, we're really gonna, going with that. Not a good wrestler. Oh! Oh my God! All right, so pot is war Negro Butcher League. Even though it doesn't fit anything we're talking about right now, but <laughs> apparently that's going to be the title Negro Butcher League. Well, Alright. We're the... talking baseball. <laughs> that's not. Wow! and <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <that> Straw. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> anyway, he'll pop for that. So did did they even go
1: over any of this shit? where like what, what they're doing with the Lacey thing or are we just figuring that out on the fly on once on Sunday
2: or possibly they're probably, Friday <laughs> they're probably figuring it out on the fly as well so no they didn't say anything but I mean overall it's a throwaway pay-per-view we're going to get a good Cesaro Daniel Bryan match and the winner of that is going to face Roman Range which is going to be a good match and we get an elimination chamber match so it, it'll be entertaining
1: uh, Yeah. You're not hearing me argue about that, because usually it's the throwaway pay-per-views that tend to do a little more work. So... <laughs> God damn it. But, yeah, it could... I, I don't really see Kofi Mania happening, though. If anything, I could see Sheamus winning that, just because they're going to finally capitalize on the Drew-Sheamus thing. I think you're right that it's going to be Cesaro and Brian is going to be the one to make most of the, the decisions on... Who wins that and then faces Roman to, you know, main event the show. But why? Why, why? why did you gloss over I, the match that you have to want to talk about? Because, you know, your fan bias, your bias that we all know about in is War, the U.S. title. How are you not happy about that?
2: Because I don't know what the hell is happening.
1: It it's Lashley no 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 no, Keith no, Lee no, 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 no,
2: no, 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 We did not see Keith Lee on Raw. We yeah. don't know if Keith Lee is going to be in that match. Yeah, we did. Now I don't know if y'all knew this, but his fiance and congratulations to mm-hmm.
4: them. I thought we did see Keith Lee on Raw.
2: I don't remember seeing him on Raw. No, no. But, I'm,
1: I'm going to trust you guys, as you know, I don't really watch that. So.
2: But his fiance. Which is Reckoning from Retribution. I think that's her name. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I was trying to be funny. But she came down with the Rona, which is a a pretty good indicator that he came down with the Rona as well. So I I'm not for certain that it's still going to be a triple threat. Now, uh, initially I thought it was going to be a triple threat, so he who does not have a first name aka the Riddler was going to take the fall and then we get Keith Lee and Lashley at Mania but at this point in time I really don't know what's going to happen with that match I don't know if Keith Lee is still going to be in it
1: okay so if it is just a, a one on one isn't it just Lashley beats Riddle and then Lee probably comes out to say that he never got his fair shake because he had to miss the pay per view and then you still end up
2: with your one on one against Lashley you would think but we still have another throwaway pay-per-view before Mania, so who the fuck knows what's going to happen. This shit might change all the way, because I was thinking initially we were going to get Sheamus and McIntyre at Mania. It's not a Mania caliber match, but it seems like that's the story they've been telling, but we got two pay-per-views before Mania. So who the fuck... Who the fuck knows anything at this point? I can see a scenario where Lashley and McIntyre are, are wrestling at Mania. I, I don't know. Who, nobody knows what the fuck is going on, man. Like, the road to WrestleMania has become fucking Death Valley, and that doesn't even make sense. I need to find a road that's got a lot of potholes and, and detours and shit like that. It's like a goddamn... Like New Jersey. Cool. The road so to the WrestleMania... Jersey Turnpike. Is now the road to WrestleMania? Okay, so what? <clears throat> what the fuck is happening?
4: So we didn't see Keith Lee Monday, but we seen him the week before on Monday. My bad. Which was. Pre Mia Yim coming out and saying she right. had
1: COVID. So. No,
4: no, no. Right. I'm just yeah. saying, I yeah, they all they run together, all mm-hmm. the wrestling shows. So no, I apologize. That's, that's
1: fine. So there, there's a logic there. And you never know. Because we might see Styles versus McIntyre for Mania. Because I could see Sheamus winning the Elimination Chamber, but Styles staying relevant. And Styles McIntyre is definitely Mania worthy. If they want to kind of keep with whoever's in, in the picture at the moment. And then if you can't get a bigger name. Daniel Bryan versus Roman has to probably be where you were going for the Mania
2: match. If you, if you can't... Huh? Seriously? What? what? You know where they're going for the Mania match. What the hell are you even talking about, sir? You know what the, the Mania match is going to be. It's going to be Edge and Roman. You know that. Oh, uh, I now. forgot about him. Yeah. Uh,
1: sure, probably. I guess.
2: I'm I'm thinking, and I don't know this. I'm just spitballing because again, we don't know what the hell's going on. I could see Daniel versus Seth for Mania. I could see something like that happening.
1: Wouldn't that be funny?
4: I I would love to see Drew uh, and Goldberg again at WrestleMania.
1: Okay, cool. <laughs> Only because <laughs> it'll be done in three minutes. <laughs> cool. So, uh, sorry. yeah. Sorry about that. I mean, it's yeah. it'll be done in three minutes. You know who's gonna win? That's fine. So I don't I don't know. <laughs>
2: That's how know. his girlfriend feels about giving him sex Ah, whatever <sighs> <good>. Wow, wow.
1: <laughs> All I'm going to say though Is it's kind of a nice thing That the road to Wrestlemania has got so many question marks And it's not obvious Because some years I know There's been complaints about things being too obvious On who's going to win and what's going to happen Quarantine years have been funny Quarantine years have been weird And you know, since I don't watch it every week I totally fucking forgot Edge even won the Royal Rumble, because honestly, I, I don't give a fuck. But that, that's neither here nor there.
2: I don't mind obvious roads to Mania if they're to, if the story is told well. But I don't know what's happening, man. The only the only You're match I know for sure months. is going to happen. You said it.
1: You can make a story out of two months.
2: Yeah, and they will. The only thing I know for sure that's happening is Bianca Belair versus Sasha and Edge and Roman Reigns and. Everything else, TBA or TBD, rather. So Hell, they would, probably don't even know.
4: So, what's your final answer then on the Raw side for men's and women's championship? Brief, brief, uh, brief uh, booking by both of you here.
2: Asuka and Charlotte, and Asuka gets her win back. Men's championship, I'm going to say Lashley and McIntyre.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go AJ McIntyre for the men's just because I, I think that's probably the biggest thing you can throw together. And I, I still kind of like the idea of maybe maybe they find a way to get Kyrie Sane to come in for a little bit just to kind of give her the match that fans and her wanted against Asuka for Mania because it's going to be, you know, in Tampa, pirate ship. It makes a lot of sense. If they, if they can make that work, maybe that's why Asuka's been treading water and it was going to be a filler feud with Lacey because they have a big return coming up. I could see that. I'd I like well,
2: that. I, I always thought that they were heading towards Charlotte and Asuka. I, I could see where maybe you thought the media match was going to be Lacey or, excuse me, Rosie Rivet versus Charlotte, but what else do you have? Let Asuka get her win back. It's probably going to end up being the best match on the card. Let's Charlotte do that. could Let's easily not overthink. face
1: Rhea though
2: Charlotte could easily face Rhea at that point You can build that
1: up for What the hell's happening with her though? What do you mean what the hell's happening with her? She just recently got stutter? called up You? She recently Wait. got called up If you put her in a program with Charlotte Suddenly something's happening isn't it?
2: How'd she get called up and I haven't seen her on Raw The last two weeks or Smackdown sir? Have you seen her on NXT? I ain't seen her nowhere. She's been nowhere. She's been nowhere. She was the last two in Rumble. Maybe. Hey. That was
4: January. This is a good spot to end. Maybe she's like Peter Pan. In his shadow. Just can't find it anywhere. No?
2: He beat the shit out of Peter Pan. What? What? I take, apparently.
1: You talking about the peanut butter or the kid? We must move on.
2: (laughs) TheChairShot.com Always use your head.
4: We appreciate every time you guys listen to those commercials. Uh, They do help us out. Uh, But let's go back to a question you just had. Peanut butter, uh, crunchy or smooth?
2: Smooth. You're a serial killer if you like crunchy peanut butter.
4: Wow.
1: Andrew? I mean.
2: Are you a
4: serial killer? (laughs) New question.
1: Occasionally. (laughs) Occasionally, yes, apparently. I don't know, because I'm also, like, I love peanut butter. So I'm that type of motherfucker that just gave me a spoon and some peanut butter, and I'm a happy kid. So, some sometimes crunchy is okay when I'm not planning on putting it on something. But if I'm putting it on like a sandwich, or some celery, or something like that, then it has to be creamy, smooth, whatever
4: you want to call it. Yeah, I'm a creamy guy. What so? What's the what kind of what uh, what flavor jelly is going on in the PB and J?
1: Ooh, strawberry for me.
2: I don't fox with jellies, so that's a non-starter. have <laughs> never had a peanut because butter and jelly sandwich. And it's pork thing. You Shut up. Butter and jelly I college? toast my bread and then I spread peanut butter on it. I, I prefer peanut butter on celery, but if I'm doing a sandwich, uh, yeah, I toast my bread and then I spread peanut butter on both pieces of the bread and I feast. But show us on the bear where the fucking jelly touched you as a kid. What the
1: fuck? Why don't you put jelly on Not your even any. Butters?
2: Not even nanners in there? No, no nanners, Elvis. Why not? No, oh, we ain't got on. no goddamn nanners on our peanut oh,
4: butter, Elvis. Oh, brother. Nanners, little mayo in between. You got peanut butter, nanners, and mayo, boom. Glass of milk.
1: Oh, you went full, brother. I wasn't sure if you were gonna go with the Roddy Piper to make a snooker reference and be like, "Oh, bananas and some coconuts," you know that kind of thing. Is that what we're gonna put on our peanut butter? Uh,
4: I I
2: like Malen's bars. I like we're a- done here. We're done. Okay, you. Not only did you say bananas and peanut butter, you had the audacity. The unmitigated gall on the it's Stephen so A. Smith is to, to put mayonnaise with peanut butter. What the fuck is wrong with Wait, you? Wait, who the fuck put mayonnaise with peanut butter?
4: No, with the? Yeah. You do, yeah. so you do the. Wait, the, did I miss that? The peanut. What the fuck did you say? The peanut butter. <laughs> can I? Can I explain myself, Your Honor? No, you
2: the no
4: explanation. Badgering the witness.
2: Explanation.
4: Badgering the witness. Can I respond to the question, please? No. There Where's Dave? I will get Dave on this podcast too. Uh, I'm jury. You get, get my dude, lawyer?
1: What? To add mayonnaise to your peanut butter? Can I
4: explain? Can that I
1: sounds get... like a euphemism. Like, get... baby, you're my may- the
2: mayonnaise to my peanut butter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what y'all call mixed race relationships? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: All right. This is great. I'm telling you, I have toasted bread butter uh-huh. butter the insides right where everything's going in between then you got mm-hmm. little not a thick but a, a decent layer of peanut butter on each side then sure. you put the nanners down and then you little dress little dress little, little bit mail in between there just a little bit spread out and pop it in boop, and it's oh so good no you never you tried it judge me with a cranberry and turkey sandwich after Thanksgiving. No, I didn't. Judge. But you I just do don't like cranberry. I don't like cranberry. I don't like
1: peanut this. butter.
4: No, just in the middle. It's a little bit. No, no,
1: it doesn't matter where it is. It's still with. I didn't say how much, and I didn't say it was on top of, next to, or going the cotillion with it. I said with, and that counts as with.
4: Okay, so <laughs> what's it going to take for you guys to try it? then if you don't like it, I, I'll, I'll, whatever, but I think you'll like it. So I'm
2: willing to do the bet. Well, number one, you'll have to beat my ass. We'll <laughs> have to tie my mother up and at gunpoint say, eat the mayonnaise motherfucker. Well, Is that just mayonnaise in
1: general, or just this concoction
4: on a good news note, your mother's more available to be kidnapped than she was before. <laughs>
2: That's hilarious. Fuck you, but that's hilarious.
4: (laughs) I'm glad you laughed. I wasn't sure about that one, but I'm like, let's let it fly.
2: (laughs) That was well played. That was well played. It really was. That was a good one. Ding dong.
4: (laughs) Hey, Chris, it's (laughs) Tony. Fuck, I bet he's got my mom too.
2: I don't understand the fascination with mayonnaise. Okay, now I can't call it a cultural thing because both Amber and my mother both love mayonnaise. That being said, they both also have white mothers, so maybe there's a correlation there. I don't know. Are you a Miracle Whip guy? That's Ew. mayonnaise, man. Do you put? No, it's
1: not. It's not mayonnaise.
2: It's not real mayonnaise. It's mayonnaise. It's oil it's, and may- egg white imitation it's mayonnaise. mayonnaise.
4: But do you put oil, butter? Egg
2: white Mayonnaise. When you when you, what you call
4: when you make a sandwich, you put butter on one side of the bread on on one bread piece of bread for at least.
2: No, I'm a mustard guy. Okay. Yeah. I
4: I yeah. always said I always told you guys you know pot is war is a cooking show what are you gonna do all right so uh, apparently. Apparently Muda won the Noah Championship. Let's talk about that. I wonder if he was. Puts... It from
1: mayonnaise to Muda. At least they start with the same fucking letters. So there we go. <laughs> Muda.
4: You say Tamuda, I say Tomudo. Tomato, Tomudo, Tomudo, tomato. Let's have a Noah talk.
2: Oh goddamn. No, you say Muda, we say Mudo. You say Muda,
1: we say Mudo. Muda, Mudo. Anyway, no. <laughs> So, yes, to kind of tie in what we were talking about before with the uh, older wrestlers, older generation thing from when we were talking about Vengeance Day, Noah did something very similar, as we talked about last week, and Chris so eloquently equated it to an indie card where you had the old people versus the new people. All, all of Noah, returning to Budokan for the first time in about a decade, decided to kind of do the... Old guard versus the new guard, and they even brought back Juna Akiyama to tag with Marafuji against two of the younger guys, Kaitokiemi and Yoshiki Namura, as a see where see where Noah's going into the future because Akiyama is the the closest protege to the the four heavenly kings, the pillars of the nineties: Yamasawa, Kawada, Kobashi, and Tawei. So. That, that was kind of cool, it was nice to see the younger generation picked up the win wow. and they, they had a touching moment and the final match, the main event, was Keiji Muto against Goshi Ozaki. If Muto won then he pulled off something historical and he was only the third person in history to hold all of the major Japanese heavyweight titles of IWGP All Japan's Triple Crown and the GHC It was a fun match. People might say it got bocce, but it wasn't wasn't dangerously bocce. I don't know if you've seen any of it, but it looked like Muda was going to pick him up for a scoop, then didn't pick him up all the way and let him back down, but didn't drop him funny. Just kind of did the whole, okay, I can't do it. Got his second wind, hit an Emerald Flosion a la Misawa. Then he looked like he was going to go up for his moonsault, which he hasn't pulled off since his knee surgery. The crowd kind of popped as much as they could when they're not supposed to make that not that much noise. Then he rethought it, and then Shiozaki cuts him off. We've got more offense, more stuff, and the Muda wins with a Hurricane Rana, which shows that he's not completely unable to pull off the athletic move, because it was a standing Hurricane in the middle, where he took him over Frankenstein Steiner style and just sat on his chest for the one-two-three. So he didn't quite hook the legs, but, you know, he positioned the weight correctly to keep the shoulders down. And Shiozaki was irate afterwards and beside himself and, you know, shook, you know, shooed away the handshake and left in a huff, more or less. And uh, Muda made history. So what's, what's your take since you were a big NWA, WCW guy? So you remember the Gary Hart, great Muda time. You remember the Sonny Ono, great Muda time. So... Where where are you at with all of this? As your microphone decides to try to give you a blowjob.
2: Yeah, it'd be nice if my mic could actually stay stationary throughout a whole podcast. That'd be nice. Mm -hmm. Agreed. But, I mean, shout out to Mudo. I mean, Mudo is a a legit legend in these streets, especially as of right now, where we're kind of dearth of big, big names in the wrestling industry. I mean, shit, the wrestling industry hasn't created a big name since Roman Reigns, you know, and that was, what, 2011, 2012? I mean... Should we be blaming Roman Reigns for
4: killing the industry?
2: No. Yeah, what are you you even saying? You're just saying words now. Go eat your little mayonnaise peanut butter sandwich, you nasty motherfucker.
4: Oh, that sounds good. I'll be right back. (laughs) Yeah,
2: but I mean... I mean, when's the last time people were legitimately talking about, no, I think it was the last, the, uh, the... 30-minute stare-down match that they had, which was, what, back in March of last year. So, yeah, I understand why they did what they did. I didn't see it going this way, but, and I'm sure it's going to be a quick title reign. They'll probably flip it within the next month or so, but it got people talking. And so, Really? Say that again?
1: I said you think so, because in his press conference, he expressed that he got offers from American companies to defend the title in America. The implication was impact,
2: Im- impact in AEW. He yeah. had
1: a he had a relationship with them. not even AEW. Just impact was the implication because he had the relationship with them. Plus, we also know MLW has a relationship with Noah yes. because Hammerstone was over in the uh, N1 victory last year, or no, two years ago. But because COVID, yeah, twenty nineteen. So, uh, so we we know MLW has done stuff with Noah. So. There, there's always that possibility that Muda keeps it for a little bit little bit because they even made a joke about the Muda thing just to kind of joke back to the, the Muda or Mudo was KG Mudo said well Muda is a, a different person it's, it's a different you know appearance fee so he didn't write off that you wouldn't see Muda with this title reign he just tried to differentiate the characters more or less in his press conference
2: Okay, so number one, I feel as if we can rule out MLW because Kurt Bauer, who is the owner and head booker of MLW, he's publicly talked about how he didn't have the best experience business-wise working with Mudo in the past. So, I mean, it's wrestling. You never say never, but I would be very surprised if he showed up in MLW knowing the history that the two have. So, yeah, I think we can rule that out. So I would say impact obviously and aew considering well we'll get to that momentarily but even i think impact is kind of a would be kind of a surprise seeing as how they are kind of again we'll get to this momentarily but they are building a relationship with new japan i would be surprised if he showed up there so i don't know maybe ring of honor but that seems like kind of a step down for a guy of Muda's statute and, this shit is just falling off the rails right now in terms of my my microphone
1: <laughs> i was waiting to see how long you would tolerate that before acknowledging it oh <laughs> but yeah i mean you you're you make a good point and his first challenger is kaito Kyumiya, who broke marifuji's record for being the youngest ghc champion he's kind of He's kind of become the shining light of the new generation of Noah, the, you know, the the golden star, the golden child, the the prodigy who Muto actually beat last year leading up to this. Cuz Muto felt like he had to beat a few of the the newer stars to kind of get his energy to, you know, challenge for the big title to make kind of just make sure he still had it. So this would be Kaito's attempt to get his win back and also bring the the title back back home quote-unquote so you think they put it on the Yunkit again because i think by the time the match happens i think it's march 14th he's only gonna be 25 and that would be his second title reign if they do put it on him after giving him a year of cool off period and trying to have him kind of get broken down then build back up so so you really think Muto is gonna be one and done after making a history
2: do you think or you said he was the youngest THC champion, which I'm pretty sure that's that that's either A-H. Drew Barrymore. I'm pretty sure it's either Drew Barrymore or, or one of the Coreys, R. I. P.
1: In that case, you're probably right, b s g h c yes, G H C.
2: You know, I don't think I, I, I could see it being a one and done, but at the same point in time hell. I mean he's you know, he's still relatively in good shape and I got to go back and watch the match, but you see he, he didn't come off horribly. So you could tell that this, some of the butch, if you want to call it that, which I'll just
1: say it to sum up a word, could have just been him being old and trying to do things he used to do and not quite being there, which I mean, we, we, we've all been there where, you know, he'd be <laughs> like, I, I used to be able to do this. And then, you know, your mind ain't where your body's at. And then you kind of catch yourself and go, Okay, bad idea. No, no. <laughs> so no, nothing was dangerous. Nobody got like dropped on their neck. It wasn't like a Kota Ibushi match. It was just there were there were trips in in, in hitches in the giddy up, so to speak, where you could call it a botch or think somebody fucked up. But if you look at it from the lens of he was trying to make history and he thought he was there, but he wasn't quite where he thought he was in his head. You know that it, it adds a different kind of layer to the storytelling.
2: That's fair. That's fair. I I still don't see this being a long term thing because, for what you just said, I don't see him being able to hold up under the schedule of being the world champion because he's from that old school where that means something. If you're the the yeah. champion, that means you got to go out, you got to show and prove, and you're gonna be wrestling probably more than most people. You know, so yeah, I think it's a short term thing. But hell, we've talked a lot about noah probably more about noah than we have the whole entire time that we've been doing this podcast just because budo was in the championship match and we continue to talk about him because he won
4: and shout out to him we even talked so, about noah earlier in the night
2: what the ark <laughs> yeah yeah before i mean pre-show, yeah, the, closest, pre-show
1: the, mean. The, the, the desert 40 years 400 yeah years, yeah, yeah that whole thing yeah, yeah so Okay, so but to both of you real quick then, because I know you don't care as much because you're not into Japanese history. I but care. Do you think there's money in Akiyama challenging Mudo as a second challenger and then maybe taking the belt? Because Noah was built by Misawa, and it was kind of seen as it was supposed to be built for Akiyama, for Akiyama to become the ace, but... Akiyama never quite rose to that occasion. He was always very good, very well regarded, but he was never—he was always a step below where, Kabashi Masawa, yada 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 were, and people never quite saw him in that same regard. His legend has built a little more as he's gotten older and staying relevant, and he also just recently won the, the uh, DDT KOD Open Weight Heavy Cham- Heavyweight Championship Open Weight Championship, which is uh, their top title. So. It's owned by the same people. Cyberfight owns TDT and Noah. Akiyama has ties to Noah. Akiyama Muda could be, could be a hell of a a nostalgia trip for a lot of fans. Do you think that that's where the belt changes and that's where the money's made? Or do you really just think it goes to the younger kid?
2: Andrew Melanchai-Balaz. We just saw Mike Tyson and Ray Jones do a million buys on pay-per-view.
1: And that was a draw, which was bullshit But that's still kill
2: <laughs> But I mean, we're, we're we're still talking about work sports here So my answer <laughs> would be My answer would be Is a pig's pussy pork
1: Do you even know that answer anymore? How many I mean, podcasts
2: been, you in a row How many podcasts <laughs> in a row are you going to use that on? <laughs> in, until it stops being clever That's oh, fair but no, I don't know, actually. You agree or
4: no? no, no, I want to use my time to address the fact that Chris should not be able to use
2: that phrase because he doesn't eat pork. Mm, no, that's fair.
1: That's,
2: what, that's what, noted. What does that have to do with the price of rice in China? A pig's pussy is still pork. I'm okay with that one. You eat rice. And pork. Yeah,
4: I got Pork you. fried rice. I always know Pork's I got it when he comes back with meh. You didn't even do his white PC. You didn't even do the PC Tony. You just like, <laughs> what
1: are you even saying now, man? You just—he's saying just you didn't even hear the white people voice to mock him. You
2: just growled. <laughs> no, I understand what he's saying. It just, I just heard a bunch of grunts and growls.
1: Wow, he
2: said, "I can't." I'm, speak.
1: Oh, you hurt his feelings. Can't hear my Look feelings. Get that. the He'll fuck be out
2: of fine here. <laughs> mayonnaise with your peanut butter. Your oh yeah, I've replaced yeah. my feelings
4: with mayonnaise a long time ago. I
1: replaced my feelings with mayonnaise. What the fuck? All right, I don't, I don't. Yeah, let's let's just end this topic and go to the next one. Fucking mayonnaise. It's a good segue.
3: <sighs> TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
4: All right, let's talk about something that's probably as improbable as Plaid and Blaz eating a mayo, banana, peanut butter sandwich on toast. And that's Okada going back to Impact. Is that really going to happen, Andrew? Because
1: I would not want to live in that world. I mean, nobody thought that Impact and New Japan were going to work together, again, especially after the whole Access story that popped up that Anthem was trying to, you know, do a power play and make them work together and then New Japan backed off of that, and we see Finley and Juice Robinson show up on Impact. You know, we're recording on Wednesday, so it was yesterday, but you're listening to this on Thursday, so two days ago. And uh, we'll 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 see. I mean, does it make a lot of sense? Yeah, because it, honestly, New Japan's strong. That that TV show they started, the New Japan US, it's the same issue. I think I talked about it when I was watching and covering the first few. It's hard to watch. It's a shit watch because it's it's mostly watching indie guys and a few undercard, y- like, L.A. Dojo Young Lions and, like, the people that just couldn't make it over to Japan, like the Gorillas of Destiny at that time. But, you know, Jay White, sure, he was on it occasionally, which that was nice. But when it's Jay White versus Rocky Romero or fucking Danny Limelight versus fucking, I don't know, and... You should, like, who cares? Like, they had to have, bring in Brody King and Flip Gordon and uh, PJ Black just to kind of fill out a roster. And that's not what people watch New Japan for. Like, people watch New Japan for Japanese, you know, wrestlers. You go to KFC expecting chicken. If they had burgers, you might go, all right, well, their burgers are okay. But I went to motherfucking KFC. I want fucking chicken. I don't want a cheeseburger. So... I like the fact that they're branching out. I like the fact that this this could come full circle. I could see Okada embracing the old shitty uh, Green Hornet gimmick they gave him with the Okado thing, and coming back as Okado, and then you know taking off the mask and going full Okada and just destroying people. That'd be fucking hilarious, because we've seen him when he went crazy with the red hair and the balloons, that Okada's got a good funny streak. So, I, I could see it work. I just... I don't know. I don't know if they're going to bring over the Japanese-Japanese talent, because Kenta lives in Florida. That That's why it's okay for Kenta to show up at AEW, or possibly Impact, because he's basically American, as far as the visas go, at the moment, because he lives in Florida. You know, Finley and, and Juice, they're not full-time in Japan, so... And the same thing would happen if the Gorillas of Destiny weren't on the current tour, they probably would have been involved in this somehow too, because they live in the States, just like Jay White, but he's involved in the current tours, so that's why he's over in Japan. I'm gonna be really interested to see if they bring over a Tanahashi or an Okada or Naito or even Goto or somebody like that. Like is it possible? Sure. Anything's possible, it's wrestling and that's that's what I'm not going to rule it out but in, until we see somebody who's a Japanese national come over to work AEW or t- Impact I'm not going to hold my breath
2: so it, it's funny because we talked about this probably a few months ago maybe two maybe even three months ago and I was talking about how Don Callis was this Bengali to everything that's happening right now outside of WWE. And I feel as if these rumors and this scuttlebutt bolsters my point. I think he's the guy, he's the point man on all this. He's the guy that's bringing all of this together. I would be shocked if Okada ended up back in Impact. Granted, it's new management, totally new company. And it's ironic. You know, like, it's ironic. Talk about the TNA days. You literally have arguably the best wrestler of the last 20 years and you can't find shit to do with him that's so indicative of why TNA is where they are right now but that being said it is under new management now and maybe like you said it's wrestling you never say never I see him at some point in time going over to AEW I mean we just saw what's my man Kushida
3: Mm mm-hmm
2: yeah, he just debuted on, on AEW, so I see that's where it goes. Eventually, we get a match with him and, and Omega, we get part six, you know, whatever, because it's like Hollywood. There, there's no more. That's why we have 26 Jason movies and 27 Freddy movies and 35 Michael Myers movies, you know. There's no more. There's no original ideas here, that's although right. I would be intrigued with a match between him and, and Moxley, but ultimately... Maybe he has a cup of coffee in Impact, but I think that more importantly, he's going to end up somehow, some way on AEW.
1: I mean, if there's the open door policy between Impact and AEW, I, I wouldn't disagree with you there. And AEW is the bigger platform, obviously. But I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's that whole the talent that's coming over isn't really. Indicating that it's as much of an open door as Tony Khan and Meltzer and all the fans wanted to wanted to seem, because if you notice, Moxley cut promos, Moxley showing up on NJ, NJPW Strong, which is filmed in California. He's not going to Japan. Kenta lives in Florida, and he's showing up to a place in Florida. <laughs> you know, so it's it, we're we're not dealing with a lot of international travel or international superstars of that level. It's like, you know, nobody's coming from Tokyo to show up for a week or, like, you know, two days to film, like, three weeks of television or however the fuck they do it. But, uh, I don't know. Like, it's an interesting situation. And it just to harken back, it's what we talked about, what, two years ago, three years ago? About everybody kind of has to band together and do an Mm -hmm. old school NWA territories thing and just do a big super show effectively under one banner, multiple banners, but we're working symbiotically to uh, take over or at least combat the WWE. And it's nice that that's coming to fruition. How long this lasts, who knows? Because we've seen partnerships dissolve real quickly over months, over years, and then they splinter forever. So we'll see we will see but I don't know I'm not not gonna roll it out I'm just I'm not convinced yet nothing has convinced me completely yet
2: and shout out to Dixie Khan or if you prefer Tony Carter because he means well he really does you know he's a legitimate wrestling fan and he means well but he's getting worked by everybody right now and he's the only person that doesn't see it at this particular point in time so, how long does this last before Shaka Khan, Daddy Khan, decides to pull the plug on the Dixie, Dixie Carter side of the game? And Khan then Jeff Jarrett just takes over AEW. <laughs> I
1: don't know. You gotta wonder if he, if Shaka even cares at the moment.
4: I think this is the second time this week we've done the Shaka Khan bit,
2: but... Oh, the Shaka Khan bit—that's that's in my repertoire. That's like the People's Elbow or the Spinner man.
1: Oh, we know, we've
2: noticed. It's kind of yeah. like the
1: Pig's Pork being pussy, like that. That's kind of your. your five <laughs> he five can't five use
4: that anymore. You can like, use it. He can't use that anymore. But
1: he always does though.
4: It's legal when it's... you do it. It's illegal when he does it.
1: Oh shit! So it's like the Harlem Hangover. You have to retire that. You can't do that anymore. Booker stopped doing it after a while. You have to stop
2: too. I've eaten pork for the majority of my life I know that a pig's pussy is pork Like n- god damn it, it When was the last time you ate
1: pork and didn't throw up
4: Yep we're going to determine this right now When one time you just ate
1: it
2: Last time no no That Andrew's question is better Because I accidentally adjusted <laughs> some pork And threw up and it was coming out both ends <laughs> The last time I Voluntarily ate pork And didn't throw up was I'm going to tell you the exact day it was October 11th, 2015.
4: Oh, that's way too long. You've been your pork privileges have been revoked. Been you're pork no free longer for almost <coughs> 6 years. Come on, what no, the fuck? You're no longer allowed to make pork analogies, pork puns, pork metaphors, <laughs> anything pork related. You're done. It's in the pork It's over
1: for right? you, Chris.
2: It's over. Who asked you, mayonnaise man? Yeah.
1: Anyway, how the fuck do you remember the day exactly? What the fuck happened that like just the rose colored glasses shattered on October eleventh. Like I could just see you now like bite into a pork chop, but then like your fucking life flashes before your eyes. They used to go and you hear like the stone cold Steve Austin fucking ksh, And you're like, Oh no, I can't eat this anymore. It's gonna fucking kill me. Oh no. <laughs>
4: it was a cold day in Cleveland.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you exactly what I did. I was in um, I was in the, the DMV area. Shout out to Dave from Attitude of Aggression. And I was in town for the Mean Man March in 2015, which happened on 10-10-2015. And that next day, I decided, you know what? I'm just going to stop eating pork. Goddamn you, Farrakhan. I, I still blame him for this shit. But I remember that day, I walked because the, there was a Dickie's barbecue within walking distance of the hotel I was at. So I walked, and that was my brunch breakfast slash lunch i had some dicky's barbecue and then later on that evening i ordered a pizza with pepperoni and sausage so, on it and how do you was know it wasn't last time i ate pork
4: yeah I, maybe i
2: man that's too bad i remember that day too I, I i could tell you exactly what i did the browns beat the ravens that day suck it ray and that <laughs> was the night it was a wwe pay-per-view and i think it was kevin owens's debut on the main roster the the night that he beat john cena Oh, the, the U.S. Championship Open Challenge thing? That one? No, I don't think it was for the belt. I think it was just Kevin Owens coming in. And maybe he did win the belt. I don't remember. But I remember his first pay-per-view match. He beat John Cena. And it uh, was that same evening.
1: that That's a hell of a way to fucking just give up pork, though.
2: <laughs> it was. I regret it. Because now there's no going back.
0: But yeah, I was on a health Chris, kick.
2: I was on a big it. health kick. Well, I was on a big health kick back then, man, and it just didn't really pan out the way I anticipated.
4: So so last thoughts on Okada and
1: Impact. <laughs> Okada should go to the Million Man March, and then he won't eat pork anymore. <laughs> <in the million> <laughs> <Patrick>. <laughs>
4: no more pork fried rice. Chicken fried rice, please. Thank when you, you.
1: way to rise, that's all we do so is operate fried like pol- rice, no pork, no white rice, no fried rice. <laughs> I
4: apologize for the white man asshole accent. We'll be right back.
2: <laughs> I don't. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head
3: you know your damn role and shut
4: your damn mouth! Alright, it's pretty funny because about 45 minutes before we're set to congregate to record this show, Christopher Platt messages an idea for our last topic. And it just so happens that I indeed had recorded this topic on my DVR, digital video recorder from my DirecTV feed and it's Young Rock so Platt you wanted to talk about this I just watched this show we've already had this conversation about it Andrew hasn't watched it so I want Andrew to chime in after we've had a brief conversation here but what were your expectations and how did you enjoy the show
2: I honestly didn't know what my expectations were so, for those that don't know, it's a, a, a autobiographical show, I guess you could call it that, and it's specifically geared towards three. So, excuse me. Platt is way more influen
4: was... way more easily influenced than I am because Andrew yawned, and Platt yawned, and I didn't.
2: I, I yawned and belched simultaneously. That's how she got fucked up. I could have battled through either one of the pull back yeah. the screen.
4: Yeah, I respect that that I respect that. I understand.
2: Yeah, thank you, thank you. So yeah, so the, the show is chronicling three different periods in the rock's life. So I think it starts at as him as a kid at age ten. It's it's also Cruppers him at age fifteen and him at age twenty when he's at the University of Miami playing football. I mean number one is The Rock and I mean how many times does The Rock miss even when he misses he doesn't really miss because it still makes a shit ton of money and he's still good in it I think that they got the casting spot on in regards to his parents to Rocky Johnson and his mother as well I, I think that's pretty spot on the guy that plays his dad he could be a little bigger but that's picking nits and then they've got this weird guy that's supposed to be Andre the Giant but whatever whatever all in all man obviously it's a network television show so it's gonna have a little cheese to it but i enjoyed the first episode and i'm interested to see where they go it's wrestling so you know they got a million stories i don't know how many they'll be able to tell on network television but we'll see so
4: i obviously if you if you've been if you have listened to me or listened to anything i do i listen i watch a lot of tv and you already know that So I had this, and Keenan Thompson has a show from Saturday Night Live that I believe came on right after this. So I have that recorded. I haven't watched it yet. But I wasn't, I had recorded, I wasn't planning on watching it, and I think I told you this before, the only reason I watched it is because you messaged me about doing a topic. And now I have it set to record every week. I really enjoyed it. I I like how they brought in the different parts of his life. I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, you're going to get hooked by the first, two minutes of this show where they show that part of this story is going to involve the Junkyard Dog, Afa and Sika, Andre the Giant, Rocky Johnson, and Sheiki Baby. And and that childhood... Shiki, baby. Yeah, right? I mean, that's from the show. That, that's great. And then the next part shows him in high school becoming early part of high school becoming the rock becoming the ladies guy becoming the smooth talker right i mean he's kind of awkward right when they begin the part of showing him beginning high school and then you get to the guy that's at the u and they finish that part of it with him being yo i'm the guy that can prove this i'm the guy that can work hard right so i really enjoyed it i I, andrew i think you should check it out uh what are your
2: thoughts listening to what we had to say well just just real quick before you shine in, Andrew a, a couple of things number one uh, I've heard Rock tell this story before when he transferred to that school when he was 15 nobody wanted to fox with him because they thought he was an undercover cop because he was just bigger than everybody he had that weird undercover cop magnum P.I. mustache so mm-hmm. nobody fooled with him and uh, another thing a story that they touched on he wanted the car to impress the girl and he bought the car from the crackhead in real life, that story involves Harvey Whippleman. Like Harvey Whippleman was there with him when he bought the car from the crackhead.
4: So let let me tell you one more thing, Andrew, that I forgot to mention of the premise of the show. These stories are all being told by The Rock, who's being interviewed on his presidential campaign running for president in twenty thirty two.
1: Okay. So you okay. have so,
4: you have current Rock being interviewed by. My first by... question
1: really is: Is this a real television show? In the respect of, is it going to be a miniseries, or is this something they're actually going to conflate into multiple seasons? Because as soon as you said Young Rock, I was like, Oh, so it's Young Sheldon, but with the Rock. Like that. That doesn't intrigue me at all. But no, okay, you, you've you gone into it a little more. It does seem interesting. But, like, give give me an idea. Like, is this going to be a show?
4: This is a sitcom. is an
1: autobiographical miniseries?
4: This is a sitcom. And I've, as far as I know, this is the season premiere, and they're going to see whatever they can get out of it. I mean, they post this. Yeah. So here's the thing, too. Randall Park is actually the gentleman who's interviewing The Rock running for president in 2032. So what a year this guy's having. WandaVision back. Yo. And, and now The Rock show. I mean... I've I've enjoyed everything he's done. What was the one he had with the family? Oh, fresh off the boat. Oh, that fresh was off the that boat. That was yeah. really good show. I really enjoyed that yeah, show, really especially because like that was my childhood too. But yeah, so now
2: you got the premise of the you show. You were a Andrew. young
1: Asian boy, fresh off the boat. What is it?
2: Yeah, uh, on the what is it? Young Steve Martin the jerk side of the game oh, oh I, yeah I,
1: thought...
2: I was born a poor black
1: child what oh i <laughs> no, thought he was a poor asian child
4: apparently we just didn't know that i was just want to say it wasn't a, yeah i thought we we're going back to the young lady boy thing
1: <laughs> i see i avoided that you brought it up so you were a young lady boy i'm, okay, I'll... I'll... I'm
4: a
2: lady boy listen <laughs>
4: i'm i've built big You're believer too... big believer in full circle willing to sacrifice
2: <laughs> Speaking of full circle, watch how I bring it home. PC Tutty stars in The Jerk 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> uh,
4: I think the oh, electric... Really, I do It's always you... Electric no, Boogaloo.
1: There's a problem when you say full circle and then you use something about jerk. Because then it, that just makes me sound like a full circle jerk. And then that's a whole different movie right there. Crackers?
4: Crackers, anybody? Crackers? No. Okay. Well, what are we talking about?
2: Is hey, there's dry nights for us all, then don't 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 be fooled. You're gonna have some dry spells,
1: gentlemen. It happens. There's dry nights and there's boogie nights. You know what
2: okay. I'm talking about, buddy.
1: So yeah. the
4: young rock, Andrew. Everything you've heard.
1: <laughs> I don't. Well, the fact that I actually know it's a sitcom, I'll give it a chance. Give it a chance. I, I, I honestly like wasn't sure because the young Sheldon thing that that does not resonate with me as a TV show. Me neither. And this just happened to fall into the same naming. The, the, the nomenclature is too close. Like, you know, Young Rock and Young Sheldon is a thing. So I'm just like, what the fuck are we doing here? Okay, but,
4: we all know each other fairly well as far as like our viewing habits and what we think we'll like and not like. I think I would say 90 plus percent you'll like it. What do you think, Platt?
2: As a wrestling fan, you have to at least check it out. And if you check out the pilot, I think you'll at least like the pilot. Now, so is, it, is it really Shiki
1: Baby, or is it an actor pretending to be Shiki? Well,
4: baby? they're all actors. There's no, yes. they're all actors.
1: I wasn't sure if they brought any of them in for like a cameo type thing. How they gonna
2: bring in Andrew or Andre the Giant, Andrew?
1: Shaky's not dead. Jabroni. He posts all the time on Twitter. How they gonna bring in Rocky,
2: Rocky Johnson, Brody, Andrew? It's the how, how they going to bring in Rocky fuck. Johnson, Andrew? My, you said he also, wasn't as big. They also now, can't Rocky Johnson point. when it's big. Get his the answer, fuck out. His answer. His wait, 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 answer. Wait, wait, you wait. wait stop.
4: Stop, 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 stop. I just want to note the fact that Christopher asked Andrew, how are they going to bring Rocky Johnson in? And Andrew's answer was, you said he wasn't as big. <laughs> I just want to point that out. That if you no, and I that... said that purposely that way because it's yeah, funny. Yes, I agree. But, That's but, why but, I brought like, it my back up. My major
1: question, to just to tie this all up before you go wherever you're going to go, because you said that they did a good job casting Rock's mom, right? Mm-hmm. Does she look like someone that will want to fuck you at an airport too,
2: or? Well, of course, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> i got a question as that. You've told that
1: story I'm... a couple of times, so I just needed to know, like, if, if she looked like that type of lady that give you them fuck-me-eyes, like a baggage claim or fuck it was.
2: Yeah, she looked very familiar, we'll say that. Do you nope. think there's any chance that we're going to see that story on Young Rock? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Mom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not going to make the cut between 10, 15, and 20. No, I'm not I'm watching anymore. more sure. than it. I, I didn't you know make
4: t- it's the only what reason I I'm, watched
1: One of us should tag the rock and just tell him to listen to the last like 10 minutes of the show oh I'm sure he will do it yeah. if ask his mom about this story
4: <laughs> hey buddy I heard your mom wanted to bang my buddy my turkey buddy my turkey burger course, buddy my turkey burger he buddy okay <laughs> hey folks make sure you tuned into chair shot radio Saturday morning turkey burger buddy <laughs>
2: and this is totally a cultural thing Because in our culture And I'm including Dwayne in that We don't talk shit about each other's moms Like you, you, y'all gonna make this motherfucker Come whoop my ass And you know he's got that palatial estate in Georgia So he could pretty much I'm pretty sure he could <laughs> There he
4: is out. he just showed up <laughs> Are you okay? Jesus Christ put some ice on that What <laughs>
1: Microphone fell so hard it moved your camera. Dude. I gotta say, it, it I looked gotta like say. the rock came through the fucking window. We better to come get
2: you because yeah. he heard you talking shit about yeah. his mama.
5: Wow, <laughs> you
4: better, we better wrap this up.
2: Even though I'm not talking shit, I'm just telling <laughs> no, you, I'm just reenacting a story that actually happened. Listen, rock,
4: shit, rock, just... rock. I ain't talking. This is Chris Platt. I ain't talking shit. It just your mom wanted to bang me. That's all. What do you want me to do?
2: Yeah, because that's clearly how I sound I wasn't trying to I'm sound like you to, I'm closer to you than you are to me Right, but In terms oh. of trying to sound how we <laughs> Okay,
4: sound. but I'm going to be But I'm going to be real I will catch a lot more flack for trying to impersonate you Than you will ever try to catch Trying to impersonate me
2: Well, here's the difference If you're good Because Frank Caliendo doesn't catch shit But that's because he's good
4: Yeah, but Morgan Freeman's God. He's not black in that scenario.
2: But it's still funny because he sounds like Morgan Freeman.
4: As God, not as a black man.
2: Bruh, as long as you don't come on here and try to impersonate me and put shoe polish on your goddamn (laughs) face, you'll be fine, okay?
4: I understand. I understand. But you understand what I'm saying Uh, as well.
1: I just figured out what I was going to do the first time we do a video version of this. I was going to come out going, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my right time.
4: (laughs) I appreciate you shitting all over the path that I try to create, Andrew.
1: It's about to snow. Put some fuck, fucking rock salt down if you want to keep the path clear. <laughs>
2: <laughs> on that note <laughs> uh, Mr uh, Michigan J Frog. Why don't you let the <laughs> good folks over there to find you said?
1: Well No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can find me on the Twitter at IWC War Chief and on the chair shot. Uh, covering Impact, New Japan, Noah. You know, I'll probably cover Revolution when AEW does that. I most likely won't be covering uh, Elimination Chamber because we know how that goes. Um, But yeah, just not ROH. Anything else, maybe, but not ROH. Wow. Chris?
2: Which is sad because ROH has been doing some damn good work. I feel like ROH... has reinvented the wrestling business eventually somebody's going to see what they're doing and they're going to start doing that shit again eventually someone might see it hard stop at that (laughs) sentence
1: right there that's the punctuation right there
2: I'm just saying man ROH didn't set us up for where we're at right now in the current state of wrestling that wasn't all ROH
1: ROH was ahead of the curve not having fans at their
2: shows yes you're right you know what? Blow me. You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at The Real C Plat. But more importantly, and I say it time and time again, but it, it bears repeating if you enjoy the content we provide day in and day out here at the Chair Shot, all the great shows, all the great articles that we provide, make sure you all go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash The Chair Shot and pick up an official Chair Shot t shirt to make sure we keep being able to provide that content that you you love so much remember thechairshot.com we're not just a website we're a movement Mr. Commissioner where can they find you sir
4: you can find me putting in the title for this show NXT Takeover jerk off in your face and you can also find me <laughs> PC Tunney on the Twitter that's a that is a eye popping title I don't care what anybody says I,
1: that's, yeah most people's eyes do tend to bug out when you jerk off in their face I don't know if you've ever
2: done that but you know yeah. It's a I, reaction. They're gonna, yeah, they're not just gonna be cool. You know what I mean? Like they're not just gonna play it cool. That's not it's how they are. Sure then right. you go straight
1: to the jewelry store and you wife that shit Cause then All you're right. just like, Oh shit. All right. Alright, fine.
4: You know what? <laughs> I I got a secret. I got a super secret double probation title then for this show.
1: Ooh. So And if you stick ar- and if you
4: and if you stick around until after Carly's done singing, I'll let you know what it is. Oh, but they, so, know, but they already know. But they already know because I cause I, cause I put it on there.
2: So, ladies and gentlemen, that's what maybe word you'll hear. Really, you're just gonna keep talking. You you kind of stepped on the joke, but I'm still gonna say it.
4: I just wanted to pop Andrew. p popped, so go ahead. <laughs>
2: So that's the last you'll hear from Tunny this evening. He went to go get some mayonnaise and some shoe polish. So for the commission, the PZ, Tunny, Oh, that's wrong. shoot the Snowflake Platt. So wrong. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, uh. Christopher Platt. Thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of Potters War. We'll see you back next week. Same Platt time, same Platt channel. Until then, hit it, Carly and Tunny.
4: I got plenty of mayonnaise.